Good morning. Hello everyone, Lucy here. I thought I would do a podcast on the link between narcissists and your, as a victim, or prospective victims, uh, self-esteem or low self-esteem. It's quite a difficult topic to talk about in a video, and I've also not uh, brushed my hair yet, but it, it's quite a difficult one to talk about. The vast majority of people out there, and I include myself five years ago, believe that low self-esteem is simply, is quite an obvious thing. You don't like yourself, you think that you're ugly or you're fat or you're stupid, right? The vast majority of people believe that that's what low self-esteem is. So when we talk about narcissists targeting, using, and being able to kind of long-term abuse someone with low self-esteem, there's this kind of a bit of a kind of jump, really, and people saying, oh, that's victim shaming. I didn't have low self-esteem. I was very confident um, because people see it as some sort of insult as well when you say, oh, well, you must have had low self-esteem. No, 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 no. Okay. Low self-esteem manifests in dozens and dozens of different ways. And many, 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 many people don't know that they've actually got a fragile or low self-esteem because they are uh, traditionally quite a confident people. They they know what they're good at. They're self-aware. You know, they know what they're not good at. They think that they're mentally healthy. Um, and low self-esteem can manifest in, in silly things such as you not really having your own style. Okay. So this is much more sort of younger people, but not really knowing, but you don't know that you don't have your own style. You just wear all different things all of the time, you know, and actually that can be a sign of low self-esteem because you don't really know what your look is, what your individual unique you is. And you're maybe trying to please people by wearing all different types of outfits and all different sort of genres of clothes. Low self-esteem is not what people think it is. It can, it can be where you have low or no boundaries. And again, a lot of people don't even know that they have low or no boundaries until your boundaries are tested. And by the time your boundaries are being tested by an abusive friend or an abusive colleague or an abusive family member or an abusive lover, such as a narcissist, you're already involved with them because your boundaries weren't there in the first place. It's only when you start trying to put them up and saying, actually, I don't like that or no to this or actually, I'm not going to put up with this or actually, I'd like to walk away or no, I'm not going to do that tonight. This is when you're starting to put up boundaries that you've never done before. And of course, you don't keep them up, do you? No, exactly. Because you're with a narcissist. And the narcissist has already got in and under your little low boundary and low self-esteem border and crept into your world and planted themselves firmly there. And if a narcissist is able to get you to ignore that very first red flag... You do have some level of low self-esteem. I have watched a narcissist. Um, I didn't know I was doing it. So this isn't about me being a smart ass or knowing everything because I didn't know everything. I've had to learn all this shit, right? Um, I watched a narcissist hunt and I watched him immediately be put off by the girl at the table with the most self-esteem. I didn't know what I was watching at the time. It's only going back over it and over and over and learning all this stuff and learning about narcissists and why they hunt and how they hunt and who they choose and who they target and who's prepared to put up with it for longer. And low self-esteem comes into play in all of those contexts. Is Then you look at the people they don't choose. Narcissists do not choose 100% 
completely mentally healthy, completely stable, completely lovely, rounded, nice box of tricks, self-esteem targets. They just don't. And they don't because not only are those men and women a turnoff, yeah? They are too much hard work and they are fucking dangerous. Narcissists don't want dangerous victims, dangerous targets. And the more self-esteem you've got, the less likely they are to choose you. So if you have been targeted by a narcissist and you have in any way, shape or form engaged with them, whether it be a one night stand or sexy fumble, you know, somewhere, or you've gone into, done what I did and had years and years and years long relationships with them, you do have issues with your self-esteem because the only thing you can trust about a narcissist, right, is they know you better than you know you. Narcissists will choose people with less self-awareness and who are overconfident, who are still learning and growing and learning about themselves and forming their their life and building their life and building their personality. They will choose people. And that does not make you weak, okay? That does not mean necessarily that you have low self-esteem. It just means that your self-esteem isn't where it should be at yet, okay? And that's normal, okay? We're not born full of confidence and self-esteem. This grows and it, we learn about ourselves and good things happen to us and we learn what we're good at. That's how it grows and builds. That, But narcissists interrupt that process. They interrupt our personal development, our career development, our mental health development, our, our, per, our they, they interrupt it because theirs was interrupted, right? They hate us. They hate any of us that say, listen, I don't want to be in a relationship just now. I've really got to do some work on myself. Um, no, a narcissist will hate anyone that speaks with that level of confidence and bravery and self-awareness right? That's, they hate that. So they don't target that. They target the ones that say, being in a terrible relationship, I'm feeling a wee bit shit about myself. Um, this is why I've joined the gym. This is why I've joined the pool. This is why I'm going to uh, counseling. This is why I'm in AA or NA or CA or SA. As soon as you start disclosing things like that, which is you know, low self-esteem, but it's not on purpose. You haven't done it on purpose. You know, you're allowed to feel vulnerable and fragile, okay? You're allowed to be broken a bit, right? That's where they choose you. That's where they choose you because you, to, the, to them, you are weak. And you can't, you're not weak in a bad way. You've just got weak, but weaker boundaries, yeah? And you're more likely to fall into their trap. You know, low, low self-esteem isn't just about not liking yourself or feeling ugly or feeling fat. Get that out your head. It is about so much more. And if a narcissist has managed to hook you, you've got some work to do on your self-esteem. And I had no idea. As anybody who follows me on Instagram or watches my YouTube videos or even reads my books, right? Um, I am super confident. I come across even as arrogant sometimes, right? But what I didn't have was self-love. I didn't have boundaries, I didn't, in the boundaries I did have, that I believed I had, yeah, I was a bit arrogant to think I actually had boundaries, yeah, were as weak as a pair of chocolate underpants. And my narcissist sniffed that out. They use something called cognitive empathy. They watch you, then they speak to you, then they read you, and they use cognitive empathy and all of that. They have honed their craft as a hunter of humans. They know what they're doing. They know how to find those little parts of your personality that are a little bit uh, weak, 
they work out what your esteem issues are, they work out what your ego issues are, and they start to work on you, and you have no idea that it is happening. So it is not an insult, okay, and it is not victim shaming for me to say that you have low self-esteem when a, when a narcissist targeted and hooked you. It is simply, unfortunately, and I am really, really sorry, a fact. And you have the only way you're ever going to break the cycle with these fuckers. And I, I also had it with friends. A, 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 a real predator, female predator, predated on me when I was towards the end of my abusive relationship. And after it, she was a bully. She was a manipulator. She was nasty. She was violent. She was a triangulator. And she did it because she saw how weak I was, how weakened I was, and how desperate for a friend I was. And I don't mind admitting that. The word desperate is, it's a its a difficult one for a lot of people to admit, but we have to admit those, look at where we were when we met the narcissist and they got us. Where were we mentally, spiritually? Where were we? What, what was it that le- had us going back for more? What was it that let us had us begging and crying and apologizing what was it that had us doing things we'd never done before sexually doing things we didn't want to do what was it that had us be the side chick what was it that made you know, made us reverse hoover and all of this stuff is in my videos on youtube and do you know what it was it was low self-esteem and we must talk about it we must look at it and it's the only way you're going to get better and you're going to heal and you're going to get over these cycles of abuse and you're going to you will still attract these fuckers but I tell you what you will put them off within about five minutes of meeting you because when you once you've got high self-esteem and self-awareness and confidence and boundaries they don't like you and they'll run a mile because you're always going to meet narcissists the difference is how to put them off and not engage with them again if you're interested in my books I write under the author name of L.W. Hawksby. I have three books out at the moment. One is my story of narcissistic abuse with 112 um, abuse behavior terms and uh, study sections. And that's called Dangerous Normal People. Uh, I've also written books from the perspective of a victim and the perspective of a, uh, a narcopath, a male narcopath. So I write in the first person. So you hear the abuser and you hear the victim think. And that one's called The Notch. And I've also written one about the, the fallout after sexual narcissistic abuse and how you become promiscuous and risk-taking. A tremendously low self-esteem takes you down very, very dark paths. Desperate for love, desperate for friendship, desperate for validation, desperate for acceptance and how that leads you to make the wrong choice again and again and again. And that book is called The Forgivers Club. And again, they're all under L.W. Hawksby on Amazon and 50 other sites. Thank you for listening.